Welcome to For the Health of It with Stacy Chalemi. Stacy's mission is to help you achieve optimal health and wellness through diet, exercise, and positive motivation. Her skills and knowledge are amazing, having written 20 books and has been featured on many shows, including Dr. Oz. In short, she is just awesome. Go to www.thecompleteherbalguide.com for more about her. This live call-in podcast is designed for you, the listener, to call in and talk with Stacy to get the help that only she can provide. I'm your facilitator, Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud to present For the Health of It with Stacy Chalemi right now. Well, we... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the uh, the opening that I was going to play for some reason isn't playing, and so that's how it works with uh, when we are live on YouTube, which we are right now. Um, and I hope that everybody is uh, with us today and uh, um, and is looking forward to talking with uh, Stacy Chalemi, who is right there. Stacy, how Hi. are you? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm grand. Thank you very much. By the way, this is live on YouTube. And if you would like to, you can give us a call and talk to uh, um, Stacy about anything health related, um, wellness related that you would like to talk about. You can call this number 206 408 1395. And you can talk to her directly. And, uh, um, while we're waiting for you to call, I'll talk to her directly. Have you thought, uh, given the thought to what you'd like to call this little shindig that we're going to do? Well, I came up with some uh, some ideas. Um, you know, I thought of, you know, what I'm really about is uh, health, uh, healing, and wellness. So I thought maybe health, healing, and wellness with Stacey Chalemi. And then um, a few people, I had put it out on my Facebook page, and um, for the health of it was very popular. And, uh, you know, I wanted to get what the what society thought and what, the, um, what my readers thought. And uh, that was one of the things they came out with. But there was, um, if you go on the Stacey Chalemi page, uh, you'll see a bunch of list, listed names out there, and then you know they could vote too, and and say, you know say what they think is a good name for the show, and maybe we can you know we'll go in the direction of our uh, listeners. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome because uh, it's going to be a listener. I'm hoping that it's going to be a listener driven show. Because of what I would really like to be able to, to say is, hey, you're on the the air with Stacy, And so we've got to have callers to do that. But that's what happens when you're starting out like this. Um, it's It takes a while for people to figure it out. We're going to be here at noon on Mondays, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. And we'll be here at noon on Monday, so you can give us a call and talk to Stacy about what it is that uh, you would like help with in the area around health and wellness. Um, the type of work that you do, Stacy, um, and then we'll just kind of get right into it. The type of work that you do, how can you help someone who has a specific health issue or crisis or inflammation or diabetes or how, how do you work with folks? Well, you know, you really each individual has their own their own story to tell, and every every person's life is, is different. So everything has to be, you know, treated differently. A different person, you know, um, you know, you have to handle the situation differently according to how that person lives their life. You know, I always say there's everything is there's always a root of the cause, so to speak, where something always begins at the root cause. It's it's causing the current problem today. So if we kind of go back into the past a little bit and see, you know, what you're doing, you know, from the past to now, and we maybe make a little, a couple little changes in your lifestyle and in the way you think and feel and eat and act and, and the way you do things, you know, it could actually change yourself mentally, spiritually, and physically. So it could do a lot for you, but just by making a couple of small changes in your lifestyle, things that you really didn't even think would be much of anything could actually be really a big something. Like? 
Well, if you, you know, like from, for me, you know, I suffered all my life with a, with a disorder and I, I always, I struggled with epilepsy and trying to get my seizures under control. And it wasn't until I actually started, um, you know, going into, uh, changing my lifestyle, my changing my sleeping patterns, changing the way I handle stress, changing the way I ate, changing, you know, the way I handled life in general, you know, when I started doing things differently and I incorporated vitamins and supplements into my life and I, I started you know uh, living life uh, a lot differently than I did in the past my seizures got better I got better as a person and my life improved now with people that have all different types of conditions and even stress did you know that 90% of stress um, causes illnesses you know um, mostly uh, mo most illnesses are stress uh, related and conditions are stress related stress driven so you know if we learn how to handle stress better in our life you know, it could actually help heal your health. You know, stress is one of the main root causes of, of a lot of conditions. So if we learn how to, you know, take care of our, our stress and we learn how to handle life in general, you know, just, uh, you know, people, you know, for me, I, I like to handle stress just by, you know, in the morning, the best thing to do is, is to get your focusing gear. You know, a lot of people like to meditate and meditate seems to be a, a very good thing. If you talk to people who are into meditation, if they take 15 minutes of the day to meditate before they get out of bed and relax, and focus on things, you know, um, they tend to have a better day and they tend to be able to think more clearly throughout the day. So little tweaks and changes in your life could actually do a lot for you. You know, it's interesting. I, I'm going to use my sister and myself as an example because uh, it's, um, it's pretty unique what we, what we have going on. My, my sister, who is five years older than me, um, and we are biologically we're from the same parents. It's obvious because we, sadly, we look alike. Poor thing. <laughs> and uh, um, but we have an inflammation condition. Uh, she's had back surgery. I've had back surgery. Uh, she's had both her hips replaced. I've had both my hips replaced. Um, she's had uh, neck surgery, arm surgery. I've had elbow surgery and shoulder surgery. So we've had a lot of stuff that's gone on. And, and my rheumatologist says that it is, um, has to do with inflammation and they don't really know how or why. Have you run across a condition like that? And do you have any ideas? Well, you know, when person suffers a lot from inflammation, you know, it, sometimes it could be you're eating it, the way you eat. The foods you, you input into your body are not agreeing with you. And your body can, you know, develop like a, a retention to it. It's fighting it. It doesn't want it. So it becomes inflamed, you know. Um, you know, that sometimes could be an issue. But turmeric is a great supplement. Um, a lot of people use turmeric for inflammation. It helps a lot of people. Um, a lot of people like it in tea. It's very popular a lot of people drink turmeric tea um, and they have they have a lot of success with it also stretching yoga is great when it comes to uh, um, when it comes to uh, pain and inflammation it you know not people many people realize but it actually um, it helps with the circulation of, of the blood flow and so when you you know you don't have to you know sometimes people think yoga and they think in all these crazy poses and stretches I can't do that I can't stretch you know but you could actually Actually, you know, just the slightest stretches could actually start getting the, the body going and getting getting your blood flow going and it actually can help with inflammation as well. So, you know, it's it's hard. You know, a lot of times, you know, doctors will see things and they don't know exactly what the root cause, what's causing it. And so they have a hard time, you know, and some doctors give medicine and sometimes what happens is the medicine causes a side effect and then they have another symptom and then they come back and I'm feeling this now and, you know, and the, and the doctor gives them another medicine. Medication. And before you know it, they have a pharmacy of medication in their in their bathroom or kitchen, and they're taking a lot of medications, and they're still having the main cause, which was the inflammation. Now, um, you said lifestyle change. So, if if as an example, see, I have a bottle of turmeric in my bathroom, and it's been sitting there for a little while, and so I suppose if I don't take it, it's not going to do me any good. Would that be your your hypothesis? I'd say so, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I made the, I, I had the intention, but it just, I just haven't done it yet. But I, I but turmeric is, is really good for inflammation then. 
Yes, it is. It, it is very good for inflammation. Oh, that's that's awesome. Is there anything else that you can think of? Because, I, you know, it's like I take uh, Aleve, which is uh, noxious, whatever that is, and uh, and other stuff, but it doesn't seem to doesn't seem to help all that much. Um, off the top of my head, you know, um, there's, there's, you know, every, like I said, every situation is different, but I would say, you know, check back and, and make a little diary, a food diary of what you're eating, the foods that you're eating, you know, and, and find out, you know, what, you know, things that could maybe be causing, you know, some inflammation in your body. You know, I, I found that when I was eating regular, um, you know, I'm not allergic to meat, but when I was eating meat that wasn't organic because of all the different, um, you know, things that they put in the meats nowadays, I was becoming um, inflamed. Every time I ate, I looked like I was three months pregnant. So, you know, but when I started eating organic chicken, that didn't happen to me. So sometimes you have to sometimes, you know, take a little time to go back into the morning, afternoon, night, keep a diet, you know, for your weekly you know, foods that you intake. I know it's work and nobody likes to do work, but, you know, sometimes if you want to feel better, you got to do it, you know, and, uh, you know, start seeing the things you eat and what might, you know, there's some things that might cause it and, and so forth and the, and the drinks that you're drinking and, you know, and, and you know, start working that way and, and work your way up. So I suppose that uh, um, uh, beer is not very good for you. Would that, would that be a, the case? Well, we all need our little cheat days here and there, you know. <laughs> I know, but don't you feel bad when you when you when you're when you're like, I really would like to have a beer today, and 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 then and then suddenly you you're, you're like, wait, yeah, but I'm not being very healthy. I'm, you know, but but a glass of wine. I, I've heard. Now tell me if this is true. I've heard uh, wine is can be very therapeutic and very good for you. It can, as long as you don't overdo it. But yeah, <laughs> I'm all for it. Woo! <laughs> you'll, need, you'll, need, you'll need to describe what overdoing is. Is is overdoing when you're falling down after you after you've had too many? And, and that. Uh, that would be one definition of it. Yes. Yeah. You know, you know, they usually maybe, uh, uh, you know, they say two, three times a week, you know, a glass daily, you know, you know, something to that, that effect. But, you know, if you're drinking a half a bottle or a bottle of uh, wine and, you know, and, and it's only in a day's uh, time, I, I would say just a little bit, you know. <laughs> that's, just, that's just no fun at all. So. <laughs> so if somebody wants to get a hold of you to talk to you uh, personally, without getting on the radio and, and spilling the beans about their health problems, uh, how do they get a hold of you? Well, first they can email me. They can email me at um, Stacy Chalemi at uh, uh, stacychalemi.com and uh, I'll get back to them that way and they, they can email me and then we can go from there. Awesome, awesome. By the way, if you're listening, if you want to give us a call, you can right now at 206 408 1395. What do, what are your intentions? Let's talk about intentions a little bit because you do talk about positive living and uh, the intentions. What are your intentions for this podcast? You know, I really want to show people uh, different ways and give them ideas on how they can improve their lives. You know, everybody has something in life. Everybody goes through everything, you know, in life. We all have our, our journeys that we take and we learn from our journeys. But sometimes, you know, um, you know, when you learn different tools and techniques and different strategies and you incorporate them into your life, it sometimes could help situations. It could help you mentally, physically, you know, and, and you know, by just making little tweaks and changes. So I I'd like to provide people with different options and different ideas that, you know, if they can relate to certain issues and they're having, you know, a little issue of their own, you know, give them ideas of how they could do things a little bit differently or how, what they could add on to their life, you know, that might actually improve their life and improve, you know, the way they're living. Which would be, I th would think most people are really excited about living a little bit better, but sometimes that's really not the case, is it? No, you know, a lot of people, you know, I find, you know, they, they want to feel better, but they don't want to make the changes because change is hard. You know, no, and a lot of people don't like change. You know, we get stuck in routines. A lot of people like their daily routines. You know, you get up in the morning, you do this, then you do this, and you have this whole thing in your head and you do it every day and it beco you become like a robot. And so then when you have to add changes into your life, you know, you're like, whoa, uh, you know, I, I can't do this. Uh, no, no, no. You know, it's too much for me or it's like, you know, I just... Uh, 
uh, I just can't see it happening, you know, and, you know, people don't, you know, sometimes a lot of people want to, they want the results, but, you know, sometimes, you know, getting there could be a lot of work and could be very stressful itself. But, you know, if you want to feel better, you know, you shouldn't always have to wait till you hit rock bottom, you know, try to, you know, when you start seeing things in your life that aren't well, you know, tackle it right then and there and start making some changes, you know, and reach out to people who know the answers and, and have ideas and, and people that can help you, you know, or guide you and, uh, you know, get the help before a, you know, a problem becomes too, too big to solve. You know, before I, you were talking about uh, organic chicken earlier, and before I go too far, I, I want to make it clear that I'm probably, I don't think you probably ever met a chicken salesman before. No, I haven't. <laughs> so one of these days on one of these podcasts, I want to explain, because I, I worked for a company called Simmons out of Arkansas, uh, for six years and I was a salesperson for them and I want to explain how the chicken industry actually works the vertically vertically integrated chicken industry that is not based on holistic practices um, it might stop people from eating chicken after a while Oh, it will. Trust me. I had, I had, um, a, uh, author and she wrote a book about the, about the, uh, the meat industry and, it, and her book was, uh, called, uh, vegan or vegetarian. And, you know, but she was talking more about, you know, leaving the life of, of meat and going into a life of uh, veganism or going into a life of being a vegetarian and just eating on a healthier, you know, standpoint. And, you know, but she goes into her, in her first part of her book, she goes into what they actually do in the chicken industry and what they do to the cows and the chickens and once you read her book you you know a lot of times you look at it you look at a chicken you can never look at them the same way again you know it's just <laughs> it's really it's pretty bad it, well it, it is they have a whole system and the whole system is designed around survivability because the chicken the little chicks that are born um, they only get the, the, the farmer only gets paid when they are brought to maturity. And so in order to get them to maturity, they have to make sure that the flock is healthy. And they do that with antibiotics and they do that with different different drugs to keep everybody safe and happy. So, but we'll, one of these days we'll get, we'll have to get into all, all of that. Um, you know, uh, so my, my next question is, um, I was married for 24 years. My wife used to make, um, my ex-wife now, used to, used to take uh, uh, um, a roast and dice it up and made beef jerky. Mm. Well, and which was really good and she really enjoyed it. Now she is, uh, she became a vegetarian when she met her current husband and now she's a vegan. What's the difference between a vegetarian and a vegan? Well, vegetarians, um, you know, they eat more on the green, the more plant side. They stay away from, um, they stay away from the, the, um, the, uh, the meats, and they stay away from the chicken and all that stuff. And um, sorry about that. That's all right. It's just the president. <laughs> and. Uh, so they, you know, they, they focus more on, on the green aspect and vegans are more stern. They, they have more stricter guidelines and, and they're a lot more, um, uh, you know, they have a specific way of eating. You'll, you'll find some uh, vegetarians too that will eat, you know, they, they, they still, some of them do eat, you know, they eat, um, you know, fish. They, they're mostly, you know, um, vegetarian, but they, they kind of, you know, do a little bit of, of fish and this and that, but, you know, you'll find for the most part, you'll find, um, you know, the, the, uh, the vegans have a much sterner way and, and much uh, more uh, stricter guidelines. If you go to that book that vegans are vegetarians, she goes really in depth because there's a lot of things that you don't know about vegans versus vegetarians. It's a totally, it's very different from one another. Um, you would think it, you know, a lot of people think they're the same thing, but it's a, a great book. And it's, uh, it's if you're, you want to be more stricter with yourself and have more, you know, more, have yourself on a, on a, a really healthy set of uh, living 
uh, uh, things, you, you go more on the on the the vegan side. But with vegetarians, they're more for the plants. They eat, you know they eat healthy. They have a a wider range of of different things. But if anyone would like to share some light on that, come in and call and you know tell us if you're a vegan or vegetarian. I'd love to hear about about the way you live and the things you eat and so forth. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, now I've been told that, of course, I, the, this was a meat eater that told me this, but but that the vegan diet is not. It's difficult to get everything that you need out of the vegan diet. Is that is that been your experience, or can you? Make that's what work? that's what I've told. You know, I've, I've been told. Um, I you know I don't know. I'm not a, a, a vegan or a vegetarian. Um, I, I I try to, to limit myself some meat, and I eat. Um, I I do eat poultry, and I do eat fish, and uh, so I don't know the the whole the all the rules and regulations when it comes to uh, being a vegan. And uh, you know, I have several friends and family members that are vegetarians and when we cook we always cook for uh for you know a little side dish for them you know so they have something to eat because a lot of things you know you throw in meat and you throw in, in a lot of things so you know um you know i don't know all the the different things and uh so i don't want to misgiven the information but i'd love to hear what other people have to say that might be a vegan or might be a vegetarian and they can shed some light on the matter as well what is tofu made out of Tofu. I don't know all the ingredients of tofu. I can't help with that one. <laughs> no, that's good. Cause Not I, my I, expertise. <laughs> well, it's because my ex-wife at Thanksgiving would make a tofu turkey. Can you imagine a tofu turkey? Uh, I'd love to see the recipe. <laughs> That would that would truly be interesting. That would be that would be something. So so are uh, in in your world, um, you've been doing this, and you've written. What projects are you working on now? What are you writing another book or participating in one now? No, right now I've written over 20 books in the course of my uh, years um, in this industry. Um, I Right now I'm focusing more on speaking events and, and helping people with, um, you know, improving their, their way of uh, living through d different ways of changing their lifestyle and different ways of thinking. You know, I'm a big big uh, person on positive thinking. I'm very big on trying to help and motivate people, inspire them to, to reach their goals. And, uh, you know, I'm very big on, on, you know, doing, finding ways, you know, to heal the body through food um, and vitamins and supplements. And these are things that I like to focus on um, that I spend a lot of time doing. And, uh, you know, there's lots of ways to, to heal the body naturally. And, you know, for you need, you know, that you always, you know, I, I am very big in the, in the medical industry. I, I thank God that we have such a great medical industry like we do today, you know, and I always tell people, you know, before you start changing, you know, making major changes in your life, you should always talk to your doctor because you have to make sure, like a lot of people take medications and they don't realize that a lot of supplements are just as strong as medication. And in the pharmaceuticals, they, a lot of times they'll put supplements in some of their medications, you know, because it's just as strong and it does a, a great job doing what it does. So, you know, people have to be careful because a lot of different medications, like for high blood pressure, high cholesterol, you know, epilepsy, depression, they take very strong medications and they could actually coincide and and you know collide with certain uh, supplements and have you know ha people could have issues and uh, have problems. So you know if you're gonna want to change your life and want to take supplements and you know try different things, always you know speak to your doctor first and and make sure it's okay. You know because you don't want anything bad to happen. Now I heard this and I I want your your opinion and that is that uh, um, I've been told that the that while you're in medical school, they don't spend a great deal of time talking about nutrition and natural supplementation. That they that it's very kind of uh, almost like an afterthought. Is that is that true? Is that changing? Are they getting more more in tune with natural medicine? Well, I've never been to medical school, so I don't know exactly what they teach in medical school, but they are not, if you speak to a lot of doctors, a lot of doctors are not very big on the um, natural healing or holistic or supplement um, idea. Um, you know, a lot of doctors, uh, you know, don't know a lot about it and don't like to kind of gear um, 
gear uh, their their patients towards that area. But there are a lot of you see you do see a lot of change in nowadays. People are becoming more aware of how powerful and how effective supplements are. They're realizing that the foods that we put in our body, you know, do have a huge impact on how we feel. You know, I have a, a friend of mine who just um, she just went to a functional uh, doctor and they deal in um, you know eating right and changing their diet and and you know food for medicine and you know as soon as she went there they had her on a whole different uh, regiment and a whole different um, eating schedule and they took her off a lot of foods they told you can't have that anymore you can't have that anymore and you know so she started following this diet and she said that she's lost over over 15 pounds already and it's only been a couple of weeks she's dropped two sizes and she's feeling great she said and she said that you know she's not feeling tired anymore she's not she's not getting a lot of the symptoms that she was complaining to the doctor she had a lot of the things that were happening you know are starting to decrease and you know she's feeling a lot better so it shows you how you know sugar is a killer you know sugar you know a lot of people you know foods are packed with sugars they're packed with preservatives they're packed with artificial um, sweeteners, you know, all these things do bad to the body. The body can't recognize these things. They don't know what it is and they store it in your body and it just builds up. And as it builds up, it's making the organs work harder and it's making the body work harder. And then you start seeing the body stress. You see those cortisol levels getting high and then you start seeing conditions start to pop up here and there. And, you know, and that's where all the problems begin. So, you know, for people, I always say, you know, when you're buying food, just check the ingredients on the back, you know, before you buy something, maybe you can go, they always have nowadays, especially because they're realizing, you know, how people are becoming nutritiously conscious. They, you know, they're starting to make different alternatives, you know, you know, this food is similar to this and it doesn't have this, you know, and maybe, you know, going and reaching out to buy those alternatives and trying them and give them a try. You know, I bought a, um, you know, it was a, uh, a veggie burger for the family. Family. And, you know, everyone was like, oh, ah, ah, you know, they all tried it and they couldn't taste the vegetables, you know, in the, mm -hmm. in the hamburger. And they, it tasted like a regular hamburger to them. They said it was the greatest thing, you know? And uh, so, you know, you don't know until you try. So give things a try, you know, can't, you can't, it can't harm you. One of these days, can we do a complete podcast on reading the ingredient label? Sure, I'd love to do that. But you know, the best way to do it is if you can't pronounce the word, it's not good for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a real simple simple explanation. But a lot it of is. People, a lot of people don't understand that that uh, when you're reading the label, the number one ingredient is what it's mostly made out of. Yes. And if it's a if it's a something that you can't pronounce, you probably should put it down. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> so and most of that, so it would be great to learn that because there are. There are things in our food that uh, we just don't know that they're there. As an example, if you say, if, the, if it says on the package, 100% beef patty, it can be made from anything that comes out of a cow. That's true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which it can be internal organs, it can be heart meat, it, it could be, I used to work for a restaurant chain that used to buy cheap hamburger because uh, they used a lot of it and it was 80% heart meat. Oh, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> that particular restaurant's no longer in business, by the way. Uh, but, uh, um, but that's, you know, a lot of people are not aware of, of what things, how things are labeled and how misleading some of the labels can be. Yes, you know, you don't realize it. And you always should check the sodium level in, in ingredients and check the sugar levels, you know, because, you know, you know, when you keep putting sodium into your body, you know, this is how high blood pressure starts, how heart problems start, you know, problems occur, you know. So, you know, it's, it's always those are, you know, and, and key things too is to focus on how much sugar and how much sodium this product has. <laughs> the other, the other one that always gets me is, I went to the store. Did you ever, did you ever have a craving for like a, a chicken pot pie? Uh, something. I used to like those as a kid, actually. And so did I. My mom used to get them and bring them home. I used to love them. 
Oh, so she did I. She used to make them too. She used to make them fresh too. Now <laughs> that you may mention that, we did. Uh, my mom did too. After Thanksgiving, she would make chicken pot pie and do and do that. But if you look at the label of like, uh, I won't name the brand, but it's a very popular brand, and they're very very good. Uh, if you look at the label and uh, it says uh, like 650 calories, that's for half. And oh, they do that all the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they, they have, it's got two servings and each serving has 670 calories, which means if you sit down and eat that thing, it, mm-hmm. it was a serving for, it really was a serving for one. Right. Uh, you're, that's, that's half your daily allowance of what you should be eating, more than half of what you should be eating. Uh, oh, most yeah. definitely. But they do that with all foods, all yeah. foods. You don't realize it though. There's so many times I went to buy something, even popcorn, you know, some of the, the, the buttered popcorn, it will say, you know, X amount of calories. And then you look and, and it's like, you know, for a handful, you know, and meanwhile, it's like, you know, the amount. And then you, you really realize too, you know, you know, Weight Watchers put you in, in good check with portion size. They're very good at, um, at uh, teaching you portions. And they even, they have plates too, where when people are first coming in, they, they have plates that you can purchase online and you can actually learn portion size. Cause that's the thing that people always mix up too. People don't realize that even when they're cooking, you know, what a true portion is. And we tend to eat more than one portion when we're eating. And that's why America, Americans suffer so much from, you know, being overweight is because we just don't get our portions right and we eat too much, you know, and even when our body's saying, please, I'm full, stop, stop, stop. We keep eating and we keep eating and and it doesn't stop, you know? Well, now um, explain to me how that works, because as you're eating, your body has a reaction. and, And why is it that sometimes you'll be eating, 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 and you don't feel like you're getting full and then you overeat and then you stop eating and then you're you're really really full. Is, it, is there a delay between? There is a delay. Yes. Mm-hmm. How does that you're, work? Well, you know, you're, they, that's why they say it's good to eat slow because your body is slowly digesting the food and you feel fuller when you're eating so fast. Your body's taking in those food and it's not it's not digesting and breaking down the foods the way it should. And then before you before you've opened up you know again you're just keep throwing that food in you know if you were eating slower your body would have you know you would have digested and you would have felt full and then your body you would have said oh i don't need to eat all this instead you're just keep, keep you know filling your mouth and filling your mouth it tastes so good and you're just putting in way too much food but if you eat slow and you're just enjoying the taste and digesting your food, you're going to f- start to feel that, f- that full feel and start to creep up on you. And then you're going to be able to say, oh, I had enough for now, maybe later, you know, and, uh, but when you're throwing it all in your mouth at once, you know, your body just doesn't have time to break it down and digest it. You know, when I was a little kid, I would, I would go out to lunch with my grandmother and she would say, slow down. Slow down. You're eating. I thought she meant s- slow my chewing down. I didn't even realize that she was try- talking about don't eat so fast and don't eat all of it all at once. It'll be there in a minute or two when you get ready for another bite. So do you have any recommendations on how many, how much we should chew our food and how long it should take us for to sit down and have a meal? You know, it's not the time. It's just just being able to, you know, you chew it, you eat it, you know, you take a a deep breath, maybe have like a a sip of water or two, you know, maybe when you're talking to the people, if you have people at your table, you know, and then going for the next bite and the next bite, but just taking time to actually finish chewing it, you know, you know, and, and to swallow and to maybe take a bite and just maybe sit there for a second or two and then go for the next bite. That gives you more than enough of time you know, and, you know, enjoy what's around you at the moment. And, you know, and don't worry so much about cleaning that plate. Also, back in the day, a lot of people were always taught, don't leave anything on your plate, you know, and you can't get on the table until yeah. Barclay's gone, young man. I remember. Yes. <laughs> you know, and then they take that to heart when they get older. And, you know, when those mashed potatoes are there, I can't leave it over. I can't have to have the whole thing, you know. And, you know, that's when the problems start to set in. Now, when you're talking to people about, about a positive mindset and a positive way of living, how does that uh, affect 
how they eat and how they view themselves. It, it, they're all, it's all interconnected, isn't it? It is all interconnected. You know, when you think about uh, positive living and positive thinking, you know, it all starts with loving yourself, you know, being able to actually go inside yourself and look at yourself, accept yourself for who you are, love yourself for who you are. And then, and, you know, and when you get, it's a, it's phases that you go through. And when you start thinking good things about yourself and you start thinking positively, your self-esteem goes up and then your self-wealth, go, you know, worth goes up and you start doing things to benefit you you know and you're and the more you do do things to make yourself feel better and to make yourself good and you notice those changes you're going to start really liking who the person you are and you're in, in you're you're going to start actually feeling better and you're going to people are going to notice it because they're going to see changes in your personality they're going to see changes the way you view life they're going to see changes the way you take care of yourself you know people it, it's all intertwined it's all connected you know, and it's, 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 it's little changes, you know, it doesn't happen overnight, but positive thinking and positive living is, is very important and everybody needs to do it, you know, in order to live a happy, healthy and, and productive life, you know, and that's what I really, you know, shine for is how to live a happy, healthy and productive life, you know, and positive thinking is one way, you know, you have to think positively is in everything that happens in life, even the worst events, there's always something positive that you can pull from it. If you talk about the whole event, there's something in there that you learn from it maybe you know you didn't want to have to learn it this way but there is we all have positive things in everything and we have to try to focus our best on those positive things and and live life and 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 you know and live life to the fullest you know you've been through quite a little bit uh with your epilepsy and and health challenges and stuff like that how did you maintain a positive attitude it would be real easy to say oh man this all sucks yeah, you know, I, I I had to look at the the good in life because I, you know what, I, I realized that the past is the past, you know, I can't change the past, everything that's happened in the past, you know, has occurred, and I just have to accept the past and realize that I can't change the past, but I can focus on now, and if I make changes now to better my life and to better myself, then, you know, I'm going to have a, a positive and a happy and, and productive, you know, future, and I didn't want to live life in depression, I didn't want to live life in in uh, in just sad and and you know not looking forward to the next day when I woke up and not wanted to roll out of bed so I had to focus on the good things in life and you know I looked around to see all the th good things in life and all my friends and family members and I just you know I said and who do I want to be in five years who do I want to be in 10 years you know and I started making goals for myself then I started doing things to attain those goals you know and as I was helping myself I was actually helping others because I was motivating others and making others feel, wow, if she could do it, I could do it too. And, you know, and, and it just it started rolling out like that. And, you know, you really, like I said, you just have to start, you know, accepting yourself for who you are and just start working on making changes now and working on the now so you can actually make yourself an amazing future for yourself. You know, it's interesting. Uh, several years ago, I was um, standing in front of a hotel with my brother and his uh, girlfriend at the time, and uh, it's it was right near a homeless camp. And this uh, homeless gentleman came up and said, and he was a young guy. He couldn't have been more than 23, 24 years old. And he said, hey, do you got any change? I said, well, no, but you could. And he said, what? What do you mean? And I said, well, um, why are you homeless? And he said, well, you know, I, and he started to go down the road of what happened to him and, and what, what happened in his past and his mom was dysfunctional and his dad was dysfunctional. And, 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 and I said, well, you know, you have the opportunity to change that. And you could do that today. And he said, I, how, 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 do you, ha, ha, how do you change that? And I said, well, by changing your attitude. You can change your attitude and decide that you're not going to be homeless anymore. You can make that change and you can make it work. You have to, it takes time and you have to, like you're saying, you have to, you have to be uh, um, diligent about it. You have to have a goal. You have to work at it and stuff. And, and, but, and he left that conversation going, well, I don't know. I'll think about it, but uh, I'm hopeful that he, he decided to make some changes in his life. How do you work with folks that, that are resistant to change? 
you really can't change people when they don't want to change. You know, um, you could always, I, you know, you can always throw the ideas at them, you know, or, you know, when there's a time that you could actually squeeze it into a conversation. But then I find that people mostly get annoyed when you do that. If people aren't, if they're not asking for, for advice, then you shouldn't really give advice. You know, when people are asking for advice, that means they're looking for help. They're looking for advice. They're looking for, you know, ways to, to do things better. And when people don't want to change, you could talk to them till they're blue in the face. They are not going to change. They have to hit that that bottom point where they say you know what I don't want to live like this anymore I want something better for myself and they have to change so you really can't if person doesn't want to change you unfortunately it's hard sometimes because especially when you're a given person and you want to see you know the better in the person you you can't unless they want it you know they have to want it and if they don't want it then there's nothing you can do except throw it in you know a conversation here and there you know when you talk to them but that's about it it's it's really is too bad so yeah wanted to ask you um what's it like for you when you're a motivational speaker and you walk up onto the stage, what's, what's going through your, uh, your butterflies and your, and your stomach and what, and what's, and, and your head and all that stuff. And when you've got, I don't know, 50 people, hundred people, 150 people that are all waiting for you to speak, what's it like? It's always nervous, you know, nerve wracking. Um, you know, you always get those butterflies in your stomach. But I always try to, I look at everybody in the audience and I always think, well, you know what? If they were my friends, how would I speak with them? And I, I imagine those faces as my friends' faces. And I just walk on and I speak to them as I was speaking to my friends. And, you know, it, it tends to, and then you kind of just flow into in, into the rhythm and then you just keep moving on with it. And, uh, you know, and all those butterflies and the nervousness and everything else kind of goes away. And I just look at everybody as a friend, you know, and how would I talk to them as my friend? You know, some people say it's it's helpful to picture them in their underwear. Is that true? I don't think I'd want to picture everybody in their underwear, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's why God invented clothing, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and big leaves. <laughs> you know, it was funny. There was a picture I saw of uh, a group of people, and they were all in their uh, 40s and 50s. And it was, a, I don't know if you saw this, this was recently, a, uh, they did a naked picture of a, of a large group of people and it was some sort of, sort of a protest that they were doing. And everybody had their back to you and they took this picture of these several hundred people and it was like, you know, you really should put some clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't see that picture. I don't know if I'd want to. <laughs> It was it was kind of like oh okay well you know <laughs> no go away put some clothes on so <laughs> by the way we're talking with uh, uh, Stacy Chalemi and she is going to this is going to be her show we're going to call it something what are we going to call it we haven't figured that out quite yet right now I was thinking maybe um, you know health healing and wellness with Stacy Chalemi or we could just you know what um, you know we can I put on a bunch of names and if people want to go on to Stacy Chalemi page and vote and give us ideas or vote on the ones you know I had about 10 or 15 of them listed you know let us hear your thoughts what you think a great you know health name for the show would be exactly because we all need especially in this time of COVID uh, the COVID-20 is upon us, and uh, it's hard to maintain a healthy weight when all you're doing is sitting around watching TV because you can't, you got to stay home or whatever. Um, how do you have it? How do you teach to help people to not eat out of boredom? You know, you have to you have to start doing things that you enjoy. You know, if you're home, you know, um, it's always you know a lot of people tend to go on the computer nowadays. You know, a lot of people are you know socializing with people through the computer. A lot of people are redoing their houses. If you see, if you go to like a, a Home Depot, lots of things are sold out because people oh, are no. redoing things. You know, people are. I, I went in to um, to purchase uh, something from my house in one of the furniture stores, and you know they were backward on everything. They said because people 
people are ordering things like crazy. You know, people um, are redoing their house. People, some people love to cook and they're, they're making all these recipes. You know, I've seen, you know, friends of mine, they're, they're cooking amazing things, you know, because, you know, they're home now and they have the time to do it, you know. And, uh, you know, one person I know who makes cakes and I've never seen so many cakes and cupcakes in my life, you know. So it's like people are just doing things they enjoy, you know. Exercising is great. If you could exercise at home, do yoga at home, meditate, you know, stretches, you know, even YouTube has awesome different um, trainers that come on and, and they do tr they do training sessions and, you know, you could do it with a YouTube person, you know, just do things that you enjoy. Take walks, go in your backyard, you know, have a cup of coffee or tea, you know, enjoy life, you know, don't, you know, limit yourself to that couch. Do things that you enjoy. Now, do you spend a lot of time watching the news and, and stuff like that? Are you a newsy person? Not really. You know, and when this all started with COVID, I was watching it consistently. Then after a while, it started getting very depressing and overwhelming, I think. And I, I wasn't the only one that said that. A lot of people had said that too. You know, you, you don't want to turn on the news and hear how many people are dying each day and how many people this is happening and that's happening. It's like, it, it gets overwhelming. You know, people like, I, you know, they want to hear different things to make things better, but people don't always, don't want to really hear all the terrible things either. Now we need to be aware we need to know what's going on so we're aware of it but you know there's a point where when you turn on every single station they're all repeating the same things and they're all saying the same things and nothing they're not giving you solutions they're just telling you the facts and just leaving it there then it can be a, a bit dwelling on somebody it could be stressful and it can be very you know um uh depressing for somebody you know especially you know olders elder people who you know relied on going to different you know things you know they had their a lot of them they have groups and sessions where they they get together as groups and they do things consistently you know a lot some people go golfing some people have knitting day where all the women got together and they made they made things together or you know do it yourself day or painting day and, and these women look forward to these things now all the elders are stuck home you know and they have nowhere to go and then they're limited to see their family members people are afraid to come over because they're afraid they don't want to give them anything and god forbid if they got it you know they don't want anything to happen to them so you know it's very depressing for the elders it's very depressing for regular people too you know you know there's nowhere to go you know and you know how many you know you know how many pieces of of thing food are you going to buy for the for the kitchen you know you know how much food can you really have there's really not that many places to go and uh people are afraid you know there are people who aren't afraid but you really should be you know afraid and take concern because it is a contagious you know uh virus and we don't know all the facts yet and you have to be careful because we don't know what the long-term effects are going to be either you know that's the scariest thing that i've heard is that not only is it uh well first of all us old folks and i i can i can talk about it because i are one uh <laughs> us us old folks you know if if we get it and and it's the end of us well you know we've had a good life but there are kids and there are 20 somethings and 30 somethings and they don't know what how it's going to affect their heart how it's going to affect their lungs what's it, all the long term ramifications of this and the sad thing is we won't know for years Right. How it's going to affect somebody who is gets it at 25 now and then at 50, what happens to them? You know, right. It, it's, it's, it's pretty scary. I assume you're an advocate of the mask. Or, would that be true? <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Well, in Washington State, where I am, um, <laughs> there's, there's a particular store that's got a mannequin. Uh, and they put the mannequin outside the front, put a mask on it, and said, uh, no mask, no enter. Uh, yeah. It's that way virtually everywhere here, and they seem to be limiting the um, um, infection rate a little bit. But, you know, who knows? We're just going to have to wait for a, um, uh, a vaccine and hope that it works and hope that people will take it because 35% – you know this, 35% of the country doesn't believe in taking vaccines. Yeah, 
Uh, we, our country is, is not very big. A lot of people are not big on vaccines, but they're pushing it now. And, you know, and, and more people are, are, are apt to want to try, you know, vaccines. But you have to be very careful. You know, there's, there's so much ramifications and so many things, you know, you can go back and forth. You know, people get scared. When the, when the polio shot came, people took pol the polio shot and they got polio and this and that. And people are, you know, they, they get very afraid. But then, you know, certain vaccines done a certain way are, are necessary for the body as well you know, and you, you need those antibodies. So, you know, there's a way to look at it, you know, you can actually do more harm by not getting certain, certain things. I appreciate you and I appreciate being, you doing this with me. Uh, we're going to continue to do this doggone it because we will get calls at one point and uh, because you are very talented at what you do and you know a lot and you can be very helpful for folks. And so I'm looking forward to doing this with you every Monday at 3 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, which would be noon Pacific time. Um, and is there anything that you'd like to add or suggest or talk to anybody about before we wrap this one up? You know what, if you have any ideas for the show or if you have any topics you would love for us to cover, you know, feel free to drop them on my page. I even have the Complete Herbal Guide page on Facebook. You can drop your comments over there and, uh, you know, let us know what you're thinking. Let us know your ideas. You know, we want to help you. So, you know, let us know, you know, what you're thinking, what your comments are. Share it with your friends, you know, and, uh, you know, we're here to help you. So, you know, and if you want to come on, and, and see the website. The website's thecompleteherbalguide.com and you can come on the website and we have lots of different articles and different things to help people um, heal their body naturally and to improve their life and different recipes, healthy recipes and all different things that can, you know, make your life a, a better place. Um, so, you know, feel free to, to drop by and, and check out what we have. You know, I can't always say that the person I'm talking to really has a heart of gold and is genuinely interested in bettering mankind and womankind. And I think that you are that person. And so I, I applaud you and I and uh, anything that I can do to support you. then that's that's why I want to do this with you is I hope hopefully we'll gain an audience and it'll be great fun. I hope so. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Well, we're going to get the word out there. At least we have, I've got the technology fixed so that we can um, um, do whatever we want to do. So uh, next next Monday, we'll we'll have a couple of callers, I'm pretty sure. So I'll, we'll, we'll arrange it, if nothing else. <laughs> just just so that we can have some fun. So, so uh, anything else, my dear, that you'd like to add? No, that's about it. You know, f feel free to, to throw out your questions and ideas and come by the website and come by the Facebook page, you know, the Complete Herbal Guide on uh, Natural Healing and let us know, you know, your ideas and thoughts and, you know, check us out and we're here to help. So, you know, I look forward to hearing everybody's uh, thoughts and ideas and so forth. Yeah, and I hope everybody has a wonderful day and put your mask on and be safe with everybody and have a good day. Huh? Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on Mind of Penitentiary.